This episode of Okie Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles. You name it, they got it. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. To keep up with all new events coming out the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. Everybody, welcome back to Okie Podcast. And on this episode, I have Seminole and Muskogee artist Cynthia Yerby. Hello. What's going on? Well, I'm up here for the uh, Muskogee Art Market. I'm one of the artists. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be up here all weekend. It's going to be a big show. Everybody wants to come out and get some things. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be big. I had Johnny uh, Dykin on. Mm-hmm. Daikon on and uh, Daikon. he was like, he he did it last year and we're talking about how big it was, how big it is this year. I mean, it's, it just continues to grow. Um, now you you're part of this last year too. Yes. Yes. You know, last year uh, there were six, eighty two. Mm-hmm. No wait wait wait, take it back. Sixty two. Now there's eighty two. Dang. Yeah, and it's a jurid contest, so you have to apply and get accepted to be able to be in the show, mm-hmm. which that's really an honor, you know. And uh, not anybody can do it. True. So, yeah. yeah. I, I like the, uh, it's kind of like, I guess, Santa Fe Indian Market, too. Because you, you know, got to apply for that and you got to oh, go yeah. through the whole process of getting trying to get in that, too. They have to pick you, you know. But I've never been to that. I want to go, but I've never been. Um, they say it's really nice. Yeah. Tons of artists there. We went there a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just... Let's see. Was that before the pandemic? No, it was. It might have been like when things were starting to open up and they weren't really sure about like if it was even going to happen. But they said, let's do it. And then they had like a cap on like people that could come in and look Mm -hmm. around. And then but that never happened. They just let everybody in. But I mean. It was still big. It was still good. Still good. Yeah, it yeah. was still Santa Fe Indian Market. And then they got the free market, like, right next to it, too. And then, shoot, I mean, you know, they got the, uh, I think it's called Buffalo Thunder. They had a market there, too. Wow. So that's a that's a big casino going out to, I think, Powake. And 
and we went out there as well and and it was it was nice you know it's always been nice Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. uh yeah you should definitely it's on my bucket list so (laughs) i want to see it someday you would get in yeah yeah i want to try so it's uh i know a lot of people have gone there and and competed and sold their art so i want to try yeah you do good yeah well thanks yeah i mean you're here and i always see you at you know all kind of events and uh these little markets going on it's always nice always like well you know i'm retired uh i i was a college counselor for 35 years and i retired and yeah uh i started sewing when i was young but um i started really sewing native regalia and ribbon church you know everything Mm -hmm. when i started arm wrestling so i could make money to pay my way to go so now i i don't do that anymore but uh i i got into sewing and i i stay really busy but i'm only a one-woman shop so if you want to order something you got to call early you know (laughs) (laughs) so you would okay i remember like we first met i think was it last year at the creek fest or was it maybe a couple years ago i think it was at the creek fest yeah i remember yeah it was it was at a i know it was at a creek fest but i can't remember if it was last year or if it was like I the, think year it was the year before i think so uh-huh. i get everything mixed up but i remember like i walked by your you know your uh booth and uh-huh. we just kind of started talking and hitting it up and i can't remember the lady who was with you sandy golden and i think she knew my mom sandy golden yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that's how we all kind of started talking and started talking about the podcast or whatever and then you were like let me on i was like like, yes please and then you started you started talking about the arm wrestling Uh and so you would okay so did you do arm wrestling did you make money doing that to supply yourself with the things you needed or were you selling your work to supply yourself for the arm wrestling yeah i was selling things so i could make money to travel to travel to uh-huh. these places yeah because i've been all over the world i've been to russia finland sweden to arm can- wrestle canada whoa yeah japan that's dope yeah i've been so i was really for- fortunate enough to go there and compete and at the time there weren't any natives arm wrestling uh-huh um at the international level and uh so it was i was really you know it was really a good good run yeah how how did you get into arm wrestling well you know i was a counselor at seminole state college for 35 years uh-huh. and um i had a student there that was into arm wrestling powerlifting arm wrestling he wanted me to come watch him mm-hmm. so uh he was in the oklahoma state tournament and i went to watch and he didn't win but after it was over people would challenge one another and he said, Miss Sherby, uh, challenge somebody. I said, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and he, so somebody challenged me, and it happened to be the lady that won the whole thing. Oh, wow. And she said, I'll pull you like that. And I said, oh, okay. But I, anyway, I got up there, and I beat her. And it was it was easy. You know, it wasn't that hard. Whoa. And everybody's going, whoa, who are you? Where are you from? And anyway, so then after that, I started arm wrestling and local stuff. Mm-hmm. And that and then uh, i was arm wrestling this girl that broke her her arm broke and so i didn't do that anymore i was in seminole doing that tournament anyway and then i went to i saw this movie called pk and the kid it's about this arm wrestler that's going to california to arm wrestle and 
So I called out there and said, do y'all really have a tournament? And they said, yeah, we have the World Championship. It's in Petaluma. It was on uh, ABC TV. Mm-hmm. And they, they said, uh, have you ever won anything? And I said, yeah. Just someone in Seminole, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they invited me out. I went out. And the first time I ever arm wrestled, I won third in the world. Whoa. I know. And uh, then after that, I arm wrestled every once a year, every year for about five years. And uh, the fifth year, I was going to quit because I couldn't get any better in third, you know. Well, I wasn't trained or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got a. My mother died, and she was a big fan, and kind of went down and, did, you know, was depressed. But then I decided I'd dedicate the next year to her. So I got a coach at a foot, was a football coach, and I said, what do I need to do to get stronger, you know? And he gave me this little routine, and he said, if you do this, you're going to win. So after he told me that, I just started telling everybody I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Well, once you tell somebody you're going to win, you better win, or you're going to look silly, you know? So... I went out there, got to the last pull. That's what we call it when you arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. Got to the last one, and I beat that girl. And they, the whole tournament stopped because they knew I'd been there for five years and said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new world champion. And I was so good, you know. Anyway, the sad part was I couldn't tell my mom because she wasn't there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and then from then on, I started um, arm wrestling the different states. I won 31 different states. I've been on the United States team eight times. I won 11 national titles, and then I won the world championship 10 times, which I won seven with my right arm and three with my left. Whoa. So don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. No. <laughs> but yeah, That's cool. so oh I got gosh. to, so it was, it was a good run. Like I said, I, I haven't arm wrestled probably in, uh, about 12 years, maybe 15, but, <clears throat> you know, like I said, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everyone's in for a treat. We're about to, Dang. no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> man, that's awesome though. Uh, so you did that one for five years and on the fifth year you won it. Uh-huh. You won the whole entire thing. Well, you know, I was going to quit. Yeah. And the president of the, of the Arm Wrestling Association, he said, what, you're not coming back? I said, no, I'm not going to come back. I was frustrated, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, let me tell you something, Cynthia. If you ever quit, you're never going to be a champion. Come back again one more time. And that's when I won. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of what I try to tell people, too, that ask me, don't ever quit. You know, just don't quit because you can't win if you quit. True. So, you know. Well, I liked how, like, what was that workout you were doing? Well, you know, mainly I did some weight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot. But the main thing that helped me was I had this contraption called the George, not George, uh, what was it? It was a f- baseball player. It was a contraption. You put your hand in it and it made your wrist stronger. Oh, okay. I forgot his name. Anyway. And I did it. I would have it in my car and do it like all the way to work and all the way home. Mm-hmm. Probably 
six seven hundred times a day wow and then i and then i we had a log cabin garage and i would get those straps you know like they have in physical therapy oh yeah yeah and i'd pull the garage i just hook it on there and just pull, pull. oh man because you know it's not going anywhere so that's how i got stronger so i was just self-taught i didn't have a i'd go to a tournament you know and maybe lose but then you learn from that mm-hmm. and uh so every time you just self-taught, you know, and most of your arm wrestling is focus. If your mind isn't right, well, then you're not going to win anything. You know that. Yeah. And um, well, strength, of course, technique. My technique was hard and fast. Kick there, you know what. Yeah. But I would go fast and try to get them on the jump, you know. Oh, wow. The biggest girl I ever arm wrestled was a girl from... Uh, Egypt, and she was seven foot tall. No way. Yeah. yeah what? Yeah. <laughs> I made her mad. I made her chibok, and then uh, beat her that way, fouled her out. Whoa. Yeah. Seven foot tall. She was a big old girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've arm wrestled some diff- some powerful people, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they if you see me, you wouldn't think I was an arm wrestler, but you know, I'll come in there and got earrings on little lipstick or whatever and they're all like honka looking you know and <laughs> i guess they think oh, i was just some woman you know and i go in there and i just like look different my face gets distorted mm-hmm. you know and then yeah it's so i surprise them i think so was it uh how many so it was a tournament you would do and how many people were in that tournament on these like World tournaments? I mean, yeah, world tournaments. And well, like. when you go to the world tournaments, there may be up to 15, 1,700 arm wrestlers there. Dang. It takes a week to have the tournament because it's elimination. So I might pull 12 times a day. You know? Whoa. Yeah, it was a lot. And then until you get to the end, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. Of course, there's different classes, men and women, you know, mm-hmm. and you're in a different class. And, um, then when it, when you're arm wrestling throughout the week, they they don't say your name. They'll say twelve twenty six against seven forty eight. And you got to remember your number, and you got to go up there. They may be six tables at once going solid all day. And then, but when you get to the finals, they'll say Cynthia Yerby from the United States of America, and somebody else from Denmark. You know. They say your name, and there's only one table, and so they watch just you. And, uh, and when you win, they, it's just like the Olympics. You know, you get on the podium, they give you the medal, yeah, and play your song, the, the, your oh, national cool. anthem. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah, something. It's just uh, good memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I remember you saying you did arm wrestling. But, you know, I've been waiting to hear, like, just how far, you know, because I know, like, arm wrestling, it can take take you to places, just like anything. I mean, it can take you here, it can take you there, it can take you all over the world, it you know, can. but to, like, actually, like, see it and hear about it and just, I mean, just be here talking with you. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, did you think that would come of it or? No. Uh, well, I didn't, but. Mm-hmm. I liked it, and I just, the opportunity came up to get in something else, you know, and then to get into something, and then, um, of course, you have to have money to do stuff, so, mm-hmm. like I said, I started sewing more, and 
uh, making pies and just raising money, taco sales, you know, and so I could go, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of the, a lot of the tournaments, there wasn't much money. You're not gonna make a living doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's some that have some big money, you know. And I think the most I ever won was maybe fifteen hundred, a um, couple thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember one one time my son was in college and his tuition was due on Monday morning. So California was having their state tournament. Flew out there Saturday, no, Friday night, got up early, competed, won everything, mm-hmm. got on the plane, and Monday morning I had to cash and pay his tuition. Dang. And that was my main goal. Yeah. And the and I got an extra thousand for beating they call it King of the Mountain. Mm-hmm. You had to beat everybody that won their category. Oh really? And so I kept thinking thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars, you know, and yeah. And that's how I did it. I just came back. My goal was to pay his tuition. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. Dang. Flopped that money out and paid it. Yeah. That's so cool. Like you yeah. just like flew out dominated flew back here <laughs> i know well i had some friends that were staying they let me stay so uh-huh. i didn't have to you know i got done it pretty cheap you know and was didn't have anything in my mind but that mm-hmm. so didn't didn't do anything but compete yeah uh i, I like um when you were talking about how you're, you started working out. The coach told you to work out and everything. And then you were telling people, like, I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it. That's, like, the thing to do pretty much is, like, you got to speak it. You know, you have to believe it. I mean, but you were speaking it and you were just, like. You have to claim it. Visualizing it also, I'm assuming. And you were just, like, yeah, you were claiming that. And that's what a lot of people do. I mean, they they already claim it and they already visualize it. And then they say it. They speak it out in the universe. And then. You know, because words are like very, very powerful. powerful. Yes. yes. But I remember that last one, you know, I could, it seemed like I couldn't hardly walk up there. Uh-huh. The last pull. And I just got up there and I thought, help me, mom, you know, and this is a big, blonde, stehecty girl, you know, and she, she looked kind of scary. And anyway, I got up there and grabbed her hand and just popped her. Bam. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like to put, you know, you have to chalk up your hands so they won't slide. And I used to like to chalk up extra. Mm-hmm. And so when you beat them, it, the chalk flies like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I just, yeah, just a pow. And the smoke would go up. Yeah. But I've got to do a lot of things, you know. I've been, there was a show called Best Damn Sports Show. Mm-hmm. You remember that? It was on a... What is the best damn sports show? Uh, yeah, it was I, on... Um, Spike TV? No, it was on... That sounds really familiar. Yeah, well, they had a tournament at the Mohegan Sun. Uh-huh. Big, big casino, and they had the four best women in the United States and four best men. And they competed for that. Mm-hmm. And I won left hand and second right. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm not even a lefty, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did. They come out of there with quite a bit of money too. Dang. Yeah. I'm about to check that out. Best. That sounds really familiar. But it that's was, awesome. It was on. I can't remember. It's it's a station now, but I can't remember. But it's the best damn sports show. It was, mm-hmm. 
lot of um i can't remember the station anyway it was good yeah yeah i bet it's on youtube i'm sure yeah yeah i can't I, the only thing i think of is maybe spike tv no usa no i have a clip of it though mm-hmm. i have the clip of the war i was winning Ooh. yeah and they have you walk out of this cave and they blow smoke, and you're walking out of the smoke. You know, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so I've arm wrestled a lot. I still get asked every day about arm wrestling. Somebody will say, hey, you want to arm wrestle? <laughs> and I'll say, put up the money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a, my girlfriend and I went to eat lunch one time in Seminole, and these mechanics from the uh, Chevrolet garage, they, one of them, grown men, they said, uh, he wants to arm wrestle you. And I said, oh, I'm going to a tournament this weekend. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> and no, come on, you know. And I said, oh, okay. So we cleared the table and I beat him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were laughing at him. And he went back to sit down and said, uh, he said he wasn't ready. I said, oh, God. Anyway, so I said, okay. So he came back and I said, "You're gonna buy lunch." And he goes, "If I be, if I you beat me," and I said, "No, nah, you're gonna buy lunch." So I beat him again. I said, "You go. You say when to go. I, I'm just gonna wait on you. You when you get ready, you say go." Well, he was like really trying, and then he said, "Go," and I just held him there and I beat him. We gave him the ticket, and my girlfriend said, "Hey, where are you going to lunch tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> Get our lunch. Yeah. Get our lunch bought every day. <laughs> she said, We should have got dessert. Yeah. Should have ordered up. Yeah, we should have ordered some more. <laughs> but anyway, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be getting some free meals. I'd be like, Yeah. Yeah, you're buying. <laughs> well, I, had, I went to this cookout one time, and this guy's sister said, I could beat you. And I said, You probably can, you know. Well, she kept on and on and on, and finally, her brother came over and said, she thinks she can beat you. She wants to arm wrestle, and I said, $50. He said, $50 for what? I said, I'm not going to do it for less than $50. I was just teasing. Mm-hmm. Well, she came over there, and I beat her, of course, Try, you know, and he gave me $50. Really? <laughs> and he told her, he said, shut up, now leave her alone. <laughs> and I did. I thought about giving it back, and I thought, Nah, I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I earned so, this. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like I said, got to travel places, got to speak, you know, got to do things like that. So, Did you ever uh, train anybody? Did you ever get to? I have people ask me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I had, I can, I just don't have time. Because mm-hmm. I have my own table and everything. And I do get asked quite a bit. But had this one guy, he's a really big guy. And he said that he wanted me to train him. And I said, well, come down and let's see what you got. So I set up the table, and he came out. He was a big guy. And so we're on the table, and I was kind of pulling him, you know, and just. And then I said, okay, now let's go. So he he said, uh, you mean we're going to arm wrestle? I said, well, I just want to see how you start and all that, you know. So we went through all that, and I told him, Okay, now pull this, do that. And so after I got through seeing what he could do, I finally, I said, hey, you're too slow. You're too slow. You're too weak. You're not strong. 
And I said, and you need to quit smoking, you know, because he put a cigarette out when he, I saw him when I got out of the car. Mm. I said, you don't have any endurance. And so he left. I said, when you change everything, you come back and I'll help you. So he told my son, he said, dang, your mama was hard on me. <laughs> he said, well, you wanted to know the truth. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not it's not you just don't go up there just because you're big doesn't mean you can beat everybody yeah you gotta have gotta have your mind right you gotta gotta have your technique down you know you just you've got to be serious Mm -hmm. so and you're a champion like so you know what you're talking about like when you're saying well when you're telling him right like yeah, you're too like you knew like you've been to these places and mm-hmm. you've uh, beat so many people that do look intimidating, right? Like wow. I mean, and that never got to you. And I arm wrestled a woman with a full beard one time. Really? I guess she was in the middle of a switch, you know. Oh yeah. And I said, "Well, I came six hours. I'm just going to go ahead and give it a try," you know. So it ended up me and me and her in the finals, and I beat her. Mm-hmm. And she was mad. She goes, I'll see you at the Nationals. And I said, okay. I'm not one for confrontations, you know. I said, mm-hmm. okay, sure. So we got to the Nationals a couple weeks later, and I beat her there. Too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, take that, yeah. So, but there's people that do a lot of smack talking. Yeah. I found out that's not the way to go. You know, I don't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. And people pace, try to pace around and hit the wall, mm, holler, mm. you know, try to psych themselves up. And I watched people who win, mm-hmm. they don't do that. They save their energy and they sit there and concentrate. Yeah. That's what you do. You don't go around and slap each other and hit the wall and walk around, waste your energy. You save your energy. Yeah. So was that what, like, was that your mindset of like, I mean, I guess like, like, um, I remember some friends, like when I used to do MMA and stuff, we'd watch weigh-ins, right? And then our buddy would be like, he, he was really into it. He knew all the fighters and he, he fought as well. And, and he'd always like notice the guys, like when they'd face off, he'd always notice the most calmest guy and he'd be like, that guy, that guy's going to win. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not jumping around like yeah. there's one we watched and i can't remember which one it was it was a uc fight and dang this guy was like he weighed in and he was hopping around and he was like getting the crowd pumped up and then he was like he got right in a dude's face like so close trying to break that guy and he that guy just stood there and looked at him and he didn't do anything he just he didn't smile he didn't Mm-mm. he didn't make any gestures with his face or anything that guy was like just laughing at him in his face and trying to yeah like so he's just trying out. to get inside your head and then he didn't do anything. My buddy was like, that guy right there, he's going to watch. He's going to smoke him. And sure enough, man, he knocked him out in the first round. Yeah, that's what you do. You know, they don't know what to think. Because, mm-hmm. well, what I'm doing is concentrating. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to visualize what I need to do, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm not going to waste my time doing that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to smack talk anybody. Because really, I think you should just be respectful if mm-hmm. you're an athlete you need to be respectful and don't you don't need to talk like that you yeah don't, you don't need to i mean i know a lot of people do and people usually don't like them <laughs> yeah. you know that try that because mm-hmm. if you're all talk you know then they're glad you get beat <laughs> yeah for real. 
but no, well, you know, so I, I never did that at all. I, in fact, I would not talk. I would probably just sit there, you know, and mm-hmm. if somebody went with me, family or somebody, they, they understood that and they wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And I might just drink water or something and just, just, just wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you get to watch everybody else? Or did, yeah. were you like in the back room or something waiting? No, we watched. You watched? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you could tell somebody's weakness and stuff. Dang. Yeah, if you'd watch it, you could tell. Studying. Yeah. 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 That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they watched me too. But first time I ever won, this guy goes, What is your name again? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. You know, and I say, I'm from Wolf, Oklahoma. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> yeah. So, so they know about Wolf in Russia because they would say, Woof, you're by from Woof. They'd say it like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think my most favorite place, though, was Japan. Really? Mm-hmm. Japan. I really, really like Japan. Really nice. Really nice place to see, you know, clean, just good. They were, the people were good and beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get to sightsee a lot? Uh, yeah. 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 We they would take us around. You know, we had interpreters and things like that. When the, they take the United States team, they would really take care of us. Mm. When I stayed in Russia, we had bodyguards, we had interpreters, we stayed at the Olympic Village, and we were protected. That was the last time America went. They haven't gone since. Really? Mm-hmm. So how many like went like on a, on the America team? Well, the biggest team we ever took was when the World Championships was in Illinois. We had a hundred. Whoa. We had, we were we were represented in every class. Oh man! And that was a sight to see. I'm telling you, it was. They. When they do this march in all the countries, like they do in the Olympics, mm-hmm. you have your they have their sign up and the team is behind it and you walk in. Mm-hmm. Well, in that tournament, we were last because it was held in America, so we were the host team. It was last. So when we came in, they said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Team USA," and we all have these suits on, you know, with stars and stripes. So you have to wear your suits mm-hmm. and when we walk in the lights went out and then when we walked in we would walk uh, we bought, walk through these lights and as we passed one the light would shoot on like a spotlight mm-hmm. all the way in and they had confetti going everybody was screaming oh man you talk it made me cry yeah and then we got up to the front and they had this massive flag that was probably biggest half of a room and we were behind it uh-huh. yeah it was awesome whoa yeah that's incredible yeah goosebumps I, huh yeah it was proud you were proud to be a part of it yeah yeah so and at the time you know now uh, i was the only native wrestling at the time but um later there was a man he's his name is rj mullinaire and he's a Homa Indian from Louisiana. Oh, really? And he turned in to be a world champion also. A little bitty guy, probably. He was in a lightweight, you know. But he's one of the guys on the Swamp People. That show really? Swamp People, yeah. Okay. His, he's got this long ponytail and his 
sons, J. Paul, J. Paul Moanair. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're Homa Indians. Oh. But when I won the tenth, my tenth world champion, they let him present it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, that was cool because he was native too. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. He got he got to give it to me. Dang. That was in Canada. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I wanted to win ten by the time I turned fifty. Mm-hmm. And I did. You did? Man, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. I was going to ask, were, were you the only one from Oklahoma? Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. Then later, people started, you know, coming around. and But nobody, we didn't have any people go international. Mm. Yeah. So, so you're like the only one that went international. Mm-hmm. For a long time. For a long time. Mm-hmm. How long did you, like, how long did you do it for? 16 years. 16 years? Just dominating. Well, <laughs> I lost too. You know, yeah, I've got yeah. some second and third ribbons. Somebody says, "Where are they?" I said, "I don't know. I don't <laughs> keep them. <laughs> just keep the gold." <laughs> no, I know where they're at, but I just said that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've got. I'll have to show you sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see them. That's 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 awesome. The one from Finland is. Um, it's not on a, a rope or anything like that. It's on a, a reindeer pelt. Mm-hmm. Since that's their national whatever. Oh, really? Animal, yeah. So the metal is on a reindeer pelt. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest metal is the one from Japan. Mm-hmm. It's gold. It's like real gold. Really? It's like, I'm sure it's not solid gold, but it's gold. Yeah. Like it's got gold on it, you know. It's really heavy. And it's probably about a five by five. Jeez. And they had the medals, the championship medals on the wall mm-hmm. and before it started. So I walked in there just to look. And I, I said, that's my medal. It didn't have any, I couldn't tell whose it was, like the class. I said, that's mine right there. And I, they flipped it over and it was. Mm-hmm. And I ended up winning it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? To, yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. Got to do a lot of things. I've arm wrestled Tim McGraw, BB King, Barry really? Switzer, a lot of stuff. You know, Barry Switzer said, "Oh, I heard you was an arm wrestler." I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Let me feel your, let me feel your muscles." And I said, "Let me feel yours." <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> so yeah, and Tim McGraw arm wrestled him. He was in the show um, Black Cloud. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That yeah. boxing movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rick Schroeder was the director. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had gone to California in that tournament I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Rick Schroeder was on the airplane, sat next to me. And he goes, why are you doing here? And I said, I'm from Oklahoma, blah, blah, blah. And, and he said, well, I'm, I said, oh, I know who you are. And he said, well, I'm doing this movie about Black Cloud. It's about a boxer trying to go to the Olympics and stuff. He's, and he invited me to be in the movie. And he said, but you got to find your way to New Mexico. And I said, oh, I probably couldn't do that. He goes, the part he wanted, he told me later, was uh, Black Cloud was a valet at this casino. Mm-hmm. And him and his cousins would go in there and tell people, we can tell you what machine's going to hit for $50. Oh. I think that part got cut out, but that's what it was going to be. He said, "So I want you to be sitting there and 
Black Cloud's going to come over and say, for $50, I'll tell you what machine's going to hit, and I want you to say, I'll arm wrestle you for it. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, I didn't get to go, but Mm -hmm. he invited me to the premiere of it. Really? And it was in Nashville, so we went there. Anyway, they had a private party. It was his birthday. Mm -hmm. So um, I got to arm wrestle Tim McGraw. If you look online, you'll see it. Really? Yeah, and he was trying, too. <laughs> but I beat him, but dang, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was kind of neat. I'd go there, and they paid for my room, and just like show, show up. Yeah. So, yeah. God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a lot of stories like that. It was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You beat a uh, Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. Well, BB King, how how that happen? Oh, well, you know, he was just letting. You know, he didn't even try. But he <laughs> said, "I want to get a picture of this." Uh huh. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah. Where was that at? Uh, that was in. Where did we? In Oklahoma City. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He Dang. said, "I want a picture with you," and I said, "Well, I want a picture with you too." You know. So. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was cool. And I don't know. I've just got to do a lot of things like that. Opportunities come up, you know. Yeah. Got to meet you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things. So. I I like how, I don't know, that's kind of just how it goes, too. I mean, you don't really, you weren't even thinking about Mm-mm. arm wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just went to go watch because, was he a student? Uh-huh. He, can't, he wanted you to come check it out and... Yeah. And you got called out and then you beat this powerful <laughs> power lifter. This yeah, this big power lifter and everybody was like, What? Like <laughs> Where are you? Who are you? Yeah. But yeah, it was fun and I know this one guy I would arm wrestle in Seminole, that tournament there. Uh-huh. And this guy is a firefighter and he said, uh, you know, you're strong, but you're going out to a big tournament that world tournament he goes they're gonna eat you up you're you know you you're just not gonna you shouldn't go so he told me and i went ahead and went Mm -hmm. and when i came back with the third place medal first time Mm -hmm. he sent me this big old plant i'm sorry i said that (laughs) congratulations (laughs) (laughs) yeah so after that he was a believer when you first beat that lady, like, like what made you just continue to do it? Well, you know, it was, like, really cool because it was your power against her power. Yeah. And when I beat her, she just, like, looked at me, like, and I just felt like, man, that the, the feeling comes over you, like, power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's addicting, kind of, you know, that power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was hooked. You were hooked after that? Mm-hmm. And then how did you find out about just these different, uh, I guess, arm wrestling tournaments, right? Like around Seminole? Well, when I, well, that one was uh, the local firefighters put that on in oh, Seminole okay. once a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was in that. And then the one, the Petaluma one was, I saw that movie, Pet- PK and the Kid, you know. And so I called out there, called police department and said, do y'all really have a tournament out here? And mm. they said, Yeah. So they hooked me up with who ran it. And so this, the president, he goes, well, have you ever won anything? 
because you got to be a winner to get in it. Yeah. And so I'd won Seminole. You know? Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they invited me out. Okay, know? okay. And then this girl, her or woman, her name was Dot Jones, and she was like 250 maybe, I don't know, and six foot four or five. Whoa. She dominated, and I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. And, you know, at the time, I I didn't know how you're supposed to dress or nothing. I had jeans, T-shirt, had a, had a little rhinestone shirt on and had the fingernails, the fake fingernails, you know, that women get. Mm-hmm. Had that, you know, had my earrings on. Just didn't know what to expect and got up there. This And I was looking at T-shirts before tournament started and somebody tapped me on the back and I turned around and looked up and it was her. Mm. Are you the girl from Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. She said, my name is Dot Jones. And I said, oh, oh, it was nice to meet you. Well, then, before the tournament starts, they call your the lineup. Well, the first thing they said was, Cynthia, you're be Dot Jones. Oh, said, no way. Oh, man. <laughs> Forget that, you know. Of course, she beat me, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But before it started, I was trying to look all buff you know and i i rolled up my sleeves and took my earrings off you know i was trying to look like i was tough but didn't work <laughs> but anyway afterwards i learned how you're supposed to you're supposed to go in more athletic you know yeah but yeah i learned a lot one time i was arm wrestling this girl from alaska and uh she had me beat but i wouldn't let go so I made her tired is what I did. Mm. I was pulling so hard I kicked my boot off. Yeah. Dang. And then I beat her. She was so mad. She said, well, uh, I have to work for a living. You you arm wrestlers, you, you know, that's all your whole life. And I said, no. I said, I work too. I said, this is what you need to do. And mm-hmm. She looked at me and I said, you need to get stronger. Go back to Alaska and get stronger. <laughs> then, I thought, then got out of there because I thought, ah, she's big. I better shut up. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, there's all kinds of those things, stories. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. I mean, because I, I, I know one guy who arm wrestles. And he lives. He lives in New Mexico, and he. Used to, I used to work for him, mm-hmm. and he kind of just got into it. But I don't really know too much about it. And then, like, you got the movies. Like, uh, what's that one? Uh, over the top. Over the top. You I know all one. those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one guy. Uh, well, he's passed now, but Bull Hurley. Mm-hmm. Is he a tall guy? The uh, big tall. He's guy? the big guy that uh, was arm wrestling Sylvester Stallone at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his real name is, uh, I forget his real name, but he goes by Bull Hurley in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> he was at the California tournament. He came up and he said, are you married? And I said, uh, you know, I couldn't talk. I said, this guy's talking to me, this Bull Hurley guy. And my brother said, yeah, she's married. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And then he came up later and he goes, are you sure you're married? And I went, ah. I can talk and Glenn, Glenn, my brother, goes, yeah, she's married. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sorry I was married, but I was like, oh, he's talking to me, you know. But yeah, that was pretty neat. <laughs> 
that was funny. He goes, mm-hmm. why can't you say you're married? I, I just couldn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah. And pretty good. He's talking to me, right? I know. <laughs> and like Sylvester Stallone, he's kind of short compared. He's not as tall as you think he is. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Yeah. He's like five, eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know. Five, eight. He's not very tall. Jeez. Five, eight. At the, stretching it, if you say five, nine, I don't think he's too tall i'm five seven he wasn't much taller than me whoa yeah so but but he was nice yeah where'd you meet him at <laughs> california yeah yeah but i don't know i just got to meet a lot of people and i'm kind of one i want to if i i just want to go meet you yeah say hi you don't have to i don't want to bother you but i'll just want to meet you mm-hmm. you know so that's yeah. awesome. Kind of like I told you, did you just wanted to talk to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 so crazy. Did you uh, did you let him know you're arm wrestling too? Uh, well, since he did, since he did that movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I asked him about he goes, yeah. He said, "Well, that's cool." Mm-hmm. About all he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, neat. But I did talk to him. The other guy I couldn't talk to. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> That's my voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I like how like uh, you 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 were di- while you were doing all this, you continued to you know create what you always been doing. Yeah, yeah, and and you said you started sewing at a young age. Well, I started sewing when I was about twelve. My mom sewed oh. sewed all the time, and she let me sew, and she did patchwork things like that, but. Um, I didn't, I guess when you're young, you're not real interested, you know, but Mm -hmm. I watched her, you know, and so that's where I learned from her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then I started, I didn't really, I'd sew for myself. And then when I started the armor, I got into it. Somebody said, can you make ribbon shirts? I never made one, but I said, sure. You know, and so I figured it out and made it. So that's kind of. That's, you can always learn everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can just say yes. One time I was teaching country and western dance. And somebody said, we need a teacher. Can you teach country and western? Oh, yeah, sure. I don't know it. But I would practice on it a few days before and then go into class and teach it. I yeah. taught 17 dances. Dang. But that's what you do. Yeah. If somebody else did it, you can do it. Yeah. So. That's the mindset, too. It's like, if they can do it. I can do it. Why can't I do it? You know, yeah. you just have to put your mind to it and focus. That's right. And when I, when I try to do something, I try to do it good or mm-hmm. well. There's no point in just doing, going in halfway. Do it good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it the best that you can, you mm-hmm. know, and don't, don't be too hard on yourself because yeah, there'll, be there'll be some messes, messed up around there, but it's always like, this, can't be too hard. Just keep just keep going just say okay and do it again Mm yeah that's the way you that's the way you do and that's why if you uh stay if you're content to stay low you'll be low yeah you've got to keep going up Mm -hmm. and i believe when our people when one of us comes up we all come up yep and so you know and that's what i'm proud about things like the muskogee creek art market it's it's exceptional it's very classy market. You know, the people in it are just 
all these well-known artists. So if you miss it, you're missing a lot because they're all in one place at one time. Mm-hmm. Something to see. And I'm glad to be, I'm kind of honored to be a part of it, you know. Yeah. It's uh, humbling. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just uh, eager to see how much it grows. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, from last year and to this year now, you know, it's even bigger and it just on like what else like shoot they might have to build a new event center (laughs) (laughs) well i tell you one thing i've been to a lot and the muskogee nation is a class act yeah everything they do is just classy Mm -hmm. and uh you know everything everything they do it's it's organized it's put together well and it's uh it's just good yeah I, i enjoy it yeah they communicate well too yes they do and yeah. they're prepared and there's nobody running around not knowing what's going on you know the people who are in charge are they've got it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i ran into my friend kirk morrison downstairs because mm-hmm. i was waiting uh for the elevator <laughs> and then i was like just walking around because people were bringing up uh garments yeah and things everything their work yeah their work and everything and i was just like oh, i'll just wait you know so i was walking around he's like russell and i was like oh hey i was like i can be here and he's yeah bro and then so we started talking a little bit and he was he was just saying i was like you got your stuff and he said oh man he's like we just pulled up and he's like we're being uh, treated like vip yeah as soon as they yeah. pulled up they yeah. run out there yeah, and everybody's willing there, to help you and they had the cart and they just loaded our stuff up and they already put it up there to where it's supposed to be at and i was like for real and he said yeah he said man he's like this is nice man he's like then we got a room too he said so and then i mean just stuff like that it's like very the professional yeah the little things mm-hmm. even the you know the little things matter too they give you everything you need you know so and they're really if you have any questions you know they don't hum haw around they got their answers yeah you know, so it's a good deal yep we got this beautiful view yeah <laughs> the river the river mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah that's who i am yeah <laughs> where i'm from i went to school in bow legs oklahoma mm-hmm. that's just five miles North of Wolf. <laughs> so really? I didn't go very far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever heard of Bow Legs? No, I haven't. South I was going to say, where's that at? South, South of Seminole. Seminole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Wolf is just down a road. And then you went to high school there? Mm-hmm. Bow yeah. Legs. Mm-hmm. Bow Legs? Mm-hmm. Okay. You went to high like school Bow there? Legs. Bow Legs. <laughs> bow Legs, yeah. It's it named to- after Chief Billy Bow Legs. Okay. Okay. So it is a seminal name. Nice. Yeah, I never heard of that place. Or Wolf? Wolf, yeah. Wolf, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of towns I've never really heard I of know. anyways. Like, there was one that was just brought to me the last week. It's a small town past Cher... Not Chick Telequa. Mm-hmm. And, dang, I forgot the name of it already. But it's, like, kind of just a small little Indian community. And it's this town and i've never heard of it and i forgot the name of it Alyssa. i'm sorry that's where she kind of grew up too but it's like i never heard of that place either yeah i mean there's all these little communities is what they are mm-hmm. yeah at one time wolf was big really it was right in the middle of the oil oh. center you know and they say clark gable used to work there 
all kinds of people came there and worked, got their start in working mm-hmm. you know, when they were young in the oil fields. Yeah, there at one time Wolf used to have dance halls, restaurants, movie theaters, bowling alleys. Whoa. You know, and now there's nothing there. Whoa. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. <laughs> me and my family. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh used to be a big school there and everything. Yeah. Dang. But that was in the day, you know, when the oil field was booming and stuff. Mhm. Man. And that's past... South of Seminole. South of Seminole. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. How far is that from here? Uh, A couple hours. A couple hours? Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought you lived around here for some reason. No, I'm just always up this way. (laughs) That's probably why. Yeah, I'm always at these shows up here. I've been to Tulsa more in the last year than I have my whole life. (laughs) There's always something going on. I kind of like it. I'm starting to figure out how to get around. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... No, I'm just up here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I mean, so, and then after high school, you went to, did you go to college? Yeah, I went yeah. to uh, Seminole State College. Okay. Graduated there, and then mm-hmm. I went on down to East Central University, which is south in Ada. Mm-hmm. And I got my bachelor's and my master's there. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I uh, majored in counseling. Okay. And that was my career. And that's what led to your your day job? Yeah, Seminole State College. Seminole State College. Yeah, I went there and um, was a counselor there for 35 years. Okay. Were you doing that when you were arm wrestling too? Uh-huh. Okay. I thought but you I, left there. And no, you... I would take off on Friday, mm-hmm. like half a day. I'd work half a day and then take off and get on the plane and go to whatever tournament and then I'd be back by Sunday by Monday by Sunday Whoa. and go back to work. Dang. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I've been in I've won the New York they call it Queen of Arms. Uh-huh. Seven times. Nobody's won it that much. Whoa. The record still holds. Let's see. Yeah. There's there's two people in the New York arm wrestling. Association uh, Hall of Fame, me and some other guy, really? some other person. Whoa! Yeah. Dang. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, just the god dang, like, so you've won that seven times. You said you've. Is there? I thought there's another one you won. Like, was it said five times in a row too? Mm. I don't know. No, I think it's just New York and then the the national titles and stuff like that. No, that New York one is that was that every year? Mm-hmm. So it's five years in a row. Mm-hmm. Seven, Seven years. years in a row. Seven Sorry. Years. Yeah. The last one I did was before the towers went down. Oh really? I arm wrestled at the top in the observatory. Uh huh. And the only way you could get up there, there's no steps or anything, was the elevator. It took several minutes to get up there. And I remember I, I was coming in late. And so they sent a limo to the airport to get me. I said, whoa. And then so when I come up the elevator and the elevator doors came open, they went, there she is, the queen of arms. You know, I was like, really? But then it went down five months later. Mm. So you know they were planning that. Yeah. So that's kind of scary when you think of it. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it went down five months later. Golly. Mm-hmm. I could have been up there, huh? Yeah, I was thinking of that, too. Uh, That's scary to think of. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in kind of international, too, because there was other countries. Reporters would be there. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was, after I'd won, I... As soon as I won, I went back and changed my shirt and put Oklahoma, my Oklahoma shirt on, mm-hmm. so they would know I was from Oklahoma. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and uh, these Japanese news crew and everything, and uh, they had an interpreter, so they talked to me that way. Yeah. But that was kind of neat too. Mm-hmm. People would talk to you from different countries. They wouldn't know what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like a lady from France. She wanted my autograph. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to autograph her jeans. And I said, like real big across her leg. And I said, no, those, no, those jeans are expensive. And she said, no, that's what I want, you know. So I autographed across the, the whole pant leg. And she wore those all week. Really? And I said, that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know, if you know me, if you go to Seminole Walmart, I'm there every other day, so you can come see me there. This is no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but I still have people ask me about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be following me around the grocery <laughs> store. Aren't you Cynthia? You're a big yeah, yeah. <laughs> the champ. Yeah, they'll ask me about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> My daughter wants to meet you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm in there, you know, just looking regular. <laughs> Got my res dog shirt on, you know. Yeah. But it's been fun. I've been blessed. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, oh yeah, like I was saying earlier, I mean, you just didn't know, you mm-hmm. know, like you were even going to fall into this. It just happened. And I mean, that's that's incredible to hear because that's how a lot of stuff happens. I mean, you're not even paying attention to that stuff. And then all of a sudden, it just it's right there on your lap. Well, the thing about things like that, uh-huh. it's an opportunity. And yeah. you've got to be commit yourself to it and not be afraid. Yeah. Because, you know, if you fail, okay, so what? You yeah. know, you failed. But at least you tried. Yeah. And, you know, and then you might win. So, but you've got to be able to prepare because I always tell people you're going to either prepare to lose or prepare to win. Mm-hmm. And if you prepare to lose, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. But if you prepare to win, you've got to practice and, you know, do things so that you'll be strong and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you can go one way or the other. I liked how that person also said, like, you were about to just quit, right? And that person said, just one more time. Yeah, she said, if you ever quit, you won't be a champion. Right. And that's how it is. And I like, mean, that kind of hit me like, well, yeah. If you quit, you're not going to win anything. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear that from different people. It's like Don't the stop. same thing. It's like, you know, nothing's going the right way. It's, But it's like, had I quit, I wouldn't be right here right now. That's right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have found out that, hey, that next time it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Just And then you would never know because you quit. And that's, a, that's so, like, inspiring and incredible to hear because, I mean, just – just keep going. I mean, you, yeah. yeah, I mean, and it always takes just somebody to say something like that. Like, you know, it just, yeah. It hit, well, and then somebody told me one time, are you going to talk about it? Or are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that's true. Yeah. Well, I could have done that. Well, yeah, right. 
you're gonna either talk about it or you're gonna do it just do it yeah yeah that's how i was mm-hmm. I, i'd talk and talk and just be like oh, i'm gonna do it I can do that, like the and podcast. Now look at you. You got Okie Podcast. Podcast. I'd, I'd be like, oh, it's easy. But Everybody it's, wants to be on Okie Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but like, it wasn't easy. I mean, I had to learn how to talk, and I had to learn how to do keep, your equipment. Get the equipment. I had to learn this dance of like just speaking to other people, right? Like, just not like some. Because I remember, like, I would just to be dead quietness were and you shy i was really shy i, I was, was too i was too i was afraid of like just being vulnerable i was afraid of people just not uh, not like caring but i was afraid of people just saying like oh like what's he done you know mm-hmm. like what he's you, want, he, you didn't want to be judged he's not worth like anybody's time you know like, yeah being judged man i i was but so afraid of that our problem that's your problem you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's not you just have to just step out, step out, put yourself out there yep. and go with it, you know, because everybody, if the truth were known, more people feel that way than not. Yeah. Instead, of, you know, you think people are watching you, you know, like, but really they're watching to see if you're watching them. Yep. <laughs> so just do it, you know. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, your, your life is going to be so much better if you just talk to people and you meet all kinds of people. I'm sure you've met a lot of different people to in this in your job yeah yeah you know, and it really you know some are very inspiring and you learn so much from everybody you learn something from everybody yeah 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 and then i mean that's how we met and then finally you know we got to do the pod and mm-hmm. just hearing you know like just everybody's just, got a story it, it, it's it's incre- it was it was awesome i mean like i'm just sitting here like wow you know like because Arm wrestling can take you places. Anything can take you places. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just like, like you said, you got to jump on these opportunities. Yeah, because you know what? If you don't take it, somebody else will. Yeah, that's a thing, too. You know, if you don't do it, somebody, if there's a little window that comes open and you don't try that opportunity, somebody else will get it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be sitting there thinking, dang, I wish I'd have done that. Yeah. So just do it. Put yeah. the head down and be consistent. But I used to be really shy. You I wouldn't talk. I mean, because I would go, if I say this and they say that, then I'll say that. That sounds dumb. So <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say anything. That's I was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say anything. I just, mm, you know, and just go on. But I don't know now. I don't think you can shut me up. I'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've learned. There's everybody's got something to offer, and I want to hear their story and, you know, share with them what I've done. They tell me what they've done and. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is incredible. Um, after this market, do you have anything coming up? Uh, well, yeah, the Creek Fest. Creek Fest. I plan on going to that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think um, Trisha Fields has uh, another sale uh, in May. On May 6th. Yeah. I may go to that one. Okay. And... So, and then Cherokee Art Market's coming up. I don't know about that one. I don't know. But anyway, there's there's some things coming up. Mm-hmm. But I, I stay busy with orders. I got people calling me all the time for orders, you know. So mm-hmm. stay busy with that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. When's but that so, Cherokee one? Uh, it's in October. Oh, is it? Okay. And the, oh, well, and then I got the CSAM, uh, which is the Chickasaw. Uh, they call it their annual meeting. Mm. southeastern 
art, Southeastern art something. It's a market too. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's when, down in Tishomingo. When's that one? It's in October. October, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a good one to go to. Is it? Uh huh. It's really nice. I could check that one out. Yeah, and it's in Tishomingo. Tishomingo. Mm-hmm. How far is that from here? Well, from my house, it's about an hour, a little over an hour. Oh, okay. From here, it's probably about three. Dang. Because <laughs> I'm almost. Oh yeah, because you're almost two hours away. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I still don't. I still haven't figured out how miles work. <laughs> you just go by minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Even time, you're like probably an hour for me. I was like, oh, it's probably like hour and a half for here for me too. But I forget you're two but hours from do here. You live in Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, I live in Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm, oh, my so. brother lives there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little town. Yeah. It's quiet. Um, are you Osage? I'm Pawnee. Pawnee. And Oto. And Oto. Yeah. Why did I think Osage? I don't know. Everybody thinks some Creek or Osage or. Cherokee. I've heard of like aren't a, there so Osage Sun Eagles? So we're related to Alfred Horse Chief, mm-hmm. uh, and I, f- I always forget how. But Geneva Horse Chief, JoJo Horse Chief, like we're related to them. Um, I want to say I am Os- Osage, like a <laughs> little bit, but I have to ask my dad again because there may be some in there. Because I I don't I forgot the story of like his mom, and I think. Their mom, like they were like cousins in a way. Mm-hmm. But I gotta ask them again. But you better learn it. Yeah. Know who you are. I know. Just I might be full Osage. Well, it's been well, nice talking to you. This is awesome. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you again. Yeah, you'll see me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, this is awesome. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome back anytime. You know, uh, love to hear more about the arm wrestling. And I mean. Yeah. I know we're kind of short on time, but you know, I know you got some other stuff to do. But yeah, thank you for wanting to come on. And well, I appreciate you asking me. I, when you asked me, I thought, well, what an honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always got the coolest people on there and everything, you know. So I've been working my way through. I made this giant list. Like, there's a lot of people here too. I'm sure you want to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Kirk are supposed to do one, but he's. I guess you guys have a. There's a dinner tonight. Yeah, it's a reception. Uh, yeah. It's a reception from 6.30 to 8, I think, and it's to the artists are, it's a, like an awards banquet kind of type. awards type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They announce the winners and stuff. Okay. And, you know, and they recognize a lot of different people. And That's cool. They'd probably let you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak in there. See security waiting on me. Yeah. <laughs> Just act like you're part of it. Surveillance, we got them. Wear your ear, wear your headphones and lock in. Yeah. Does Mike not even connect to anything? Yeah, just, <laughs> just walk in there. But, no, it's they've already got it set up down there, so I've, it looks pretty big. So is it where? Where's that? Uh, uh, second where floor. Where the ballrooms are. Okay. Where the ballrooms are. Okay. Third, third floor. Okay. You gotta sneak in there. <laughs> I might go in there after this. Go yeah. check it out. Yeah, you can check it out. Yeah. Um, but they've already judged everything, so yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. I bet eighty-two artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. So, but yeah, thank you for coming on. 
I appreciate it very much. Well, I had a good time. I did too. I'd never been on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just talk, we just chop it up, have uh-huh. fun. I yeah. mean, just chill. I'm, I'm, I'm just relaxed over here. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I see you going down a <laughs> little bit at a time. <laughs> Uh-huh. First you were sitting up, now you're on your arm, now you're going like, to get your head on the pillow. God. <laughs> but, you might do me like you did your uncle, go sleep. Oh, my dad. Oh, your dad, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I might have to sign off for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, But, you know, good luck this weekend. Okay. And then, you know, uh, Mother's Day weekend, I'm sure I'll see you at Trisha's event. Okay. And then even Creek Fest, I'll, I'll see you over there, too. Okay. Yeah. And then beyond that, you know, I know I'll see you in these different uh, markets. So let everybody know where to follow you, keep up with you. And okay. if they want to order from you, let them know. Well, I'm on, uh, you can look up uh, Native Designs by Cynthia Yerby and contact me that way if you want. Okay. Yeah. Is that uh, social media? Yeah, it's on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Somebody says, why do you want to put your number on there? I said, what? They can get your number anyway. Yeah. So like, going to find out anyways. Yeah. I mean, you can either answer the phone or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, people don't usually call you your, call you to just to be calling. I mean, you know, like Frank calls or anything. Usually they want to order something. So. Yeah. 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 But I make ribbon shirts, ribbon skirts, patchwork shirts, patchwork skirts. <laughs> I've got patchwork ties, things like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I well, got a few baby quilts. A few baby quilts, too? Mm-hmm. Cool. And then everything's here, even the baby quilts as well? Yeah, I've got them here today. Okay. Or now. For tomorrow and Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So come on down. Come on down. And then next year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, too. But yeah. everybody go follow her. Keep up with her. If you want to place an order, do that. She does incredible work. And it's always nice to see you around and catch up. And this is awesome. Uh, like I said, you're welcome back anytime. So everybody go follow Okie Podcast, where we listen to podcasts. Go follow Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation Podcast, where we listen uh follow us on tiktok at reservation underscore mysteries subscribe to our youtube channel unsolved mysteries of the reservation uh check out ogiepodcast.com for the latest Okie podcast and unsolved mystery podcast episodes uh follow me on instagram at Okie podcast at rustamus 49 you can you can add me on facebook at, or you can add me on facebook russell sunny goals just my personal or follow Go follow the page, Okie Podcast and Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. And so, guess till next time, everybody. And go to Southwest Trading. And check out Southwest Trading Company. <laughs> Just check them out. I know. I've been wanting to go there, and I haven't been there yet. They're amazing people. Uh, amazing store. They have everything you want. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. And let them know we both sent you. So, <laughs> till okay. next time, everybody. Peace. See you later. Peace.